Hey, what's up? Welcome back to um, what's this called again? Oh yeah, what's on Max Mind? Cue music. Do 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 bow. Okay. Um. Oh wait, sorry. Thing that has been on my mind recently is the fact that I feel like we, as um, a society, as teenagers i know that not everyone listening is necessarily a teenager but i can only speak from a teenager perspective um i feel like we tend to put pressure on ourselves to have a boyfriend or girlfriend because we're in high school which i've realized lately is so dumb like just take a minute listen to me here when you're in high school you're between the ages of 14 and 18 just because in the 1800s Girls found who they were going to marry between 14 and 18. Doesn't mean that you have to, too. It's 2021. It is, there's no rush, guys. Most people actually now are waiting later to get married. Which is perfectly fine. I don't care whenever you get married or whenever you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I'm just saying that I think it's silly that we make ourselves feel like because we're in high school, because we're a certain age, we have to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or that we have to find the one when we're in high school. Okay, also, very unlogical. The, um, the assumption that you're going to find the person that you're meant to be with within your small school when there are, like, seven billion other people out there in the world, it's kind of slim. Now, is that impossible? Absolutely not. And I'm not knocking high school relationships. Those can be awesome. And I'm not saying that they aren't successful, because some of them can be. My parents were high school sweethearts, and I know several other couples who were high school sweethearts that are married now. Happily, I might add. But um, I'm just saying that I think it's kind of silly that we tend to feel bad about ourselves because we don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend. And... Not only do we, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah. And another thing is, is while you're being single, this is something that I've learned to stop doing. Stop wasting your time wishing that you weren't. That's just seriously a waste of time. Whenever your significant other comes along, they'll come along. But wasting your time wishing that you weren't single is just a waste of time. And... Not only is that just a waste of time, but it's just going to make you feel bad. Because then you'll get lost in all these thoughts, blah, blah, blah. Will I ever find anyone? I'm going to be lonely for the rest of my life. Like, it's just not healthy. The sooner that you start to um, accept yourself by yourself and be able to do things alone and realize that I can live this entire life without having a significant other by my side and I can be okay. I don't need anybody, except for God, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying, like, I've come to realize that, I mean, I seriously can live my whole entire life by myself on the earth, like, with no other human companion, and I'll be okay, and the sooner you realize that, I think the sooner you can be more prepared to have a healthy relationship, because if you're not in that mentality 
beforehand, then when you get in a relationship, you're going to think that you're not going to be able to live without this person. And that can be really toxic. So another thing I wanted to talk about real quick is the fact that my view on relationships have completely changed. I think as you can tell during from the previous segment, um, I'm not really as... I don't want to say desperate, but I'm not as... I don't want it as much anymore. Like, I'm fine without it. I'm fine without a relationship, obviously. Um, but I also think I've just become more cynical when it comes to relationships, which is kind of sad. But I think that kind of just comes with growing up and it comes with going through different relationships. But it's almost like I'm back in fourth grade again. Like, when I watch couples interact in real life and and be really cheesy together, I just want to go, gross, stop it, please. Like, it's just gross. I'll be watching Dawson's Creek. I love Pacey and Joey together, but sometimes it is just too much for me. And I just, I laugh. Because it's just, they're so cheesy. And I just don't like that at all. It's almost like, um, and I also just... I've been thinking about the fact that marriage, you live with that person for the entire rest of your life. And I mean, I guess when you meet someone that you love enough to do that with, it sounds fantastic. To me, that just sounds kind of annoying. Like, I'll never have a moment. I mean, obviously, I will have moments alone, like if I get home before them. And obviously, we're not going to spend every single waking hour together, but still, like, Spending the entire rest of your life with one person. That's just kind of bizarre to think about. (laughs) I just think it's funny how I've just kind of reverted back to my fourth grade self. When I was in fourth grade, um, I so desperately wanted to be a tomboy. I remember I had a pink and black Parisian-themed room, and I remember... But when people came over, I would tell them, you know, guys, I'm not really a girly girl like this. Oh, that's so embarrassing. I was so, like, oh, I'd be like, yeah, I like explosions and playing outside. Like, I, I'm not a girly girl. But what came along with that is that I also did not like couple things. I would watch rom-coms, but I would just, I did not like the idea of having a boyfriend and my life's dream was to, I told my parents this, they have it on record. I said, I would never get, they took a video of me at the dinner table telling me that, telling them this. I said that I would never get married and that I was going to live in a tree house for the rest of my life with my best friend. That's it. I was just going to live in a tree house and never get married. Um, interesting. Again, I guess I've, in some ways I have changed. I do not want to live in a treehouse for the rest of my life. (laughs) Um, but I do think I've kind of sadly reverted back to the kind of, ew, relationships, gross. But at the same time, I mean, I'm still a romantic. I love watching rom-coms. I love reading romance books. Like, I still like that stuff, but I like to keep it in its fictional world. You know, thinking about it actually occurring in real life just seems 
kind of unrealistic and crazy to me, you know? But I guess your perspective, I mean, perspectives change, clearly. So that's just where I am in my life right now. Guys, I was just, like, listening back to this, and I realized something. What if me having this cynical, like, perspective, what if that's, like, a wall that my subconscious mind has put up because I don't want to be hurt? Okay, if you hear that, that is my sister. Uh, Yeah, that's my sister in the background, but oh my gosh, that actually makes a lot of sense. What if I'm just trying to protect myself? Because in the end, I know that I love love and I love relationships, and I think that's beautiful that people can spend the rest of their lives with one person. I think it's beautiful that people can have some strong feelings for each other. What if this... Okay, she's being too loud. What if this... Stop. Sorry. What if this is all just a false outer shell? Okay, my brother's knocking on the door. So, to end this off, I decided it would be fun to give you some ideas of some fun things to do on Valentine's Day. Or really anything. You can do this anytime. Um, but it'd just be fun to do on Valentine's Day because you probably have nothing better to do. Um, one idea is just a self-care day. Do whatever self-care is to you. For me, it's personally taking a really long shower, painting my nails, and probably watching absurd amounts of YouTube and Dawson's Creek. That's what I like to do, personally. Um, but yeah, just take a self-care day. You could bake one of those really cute cakes that you see on Pinterest and TikTok that are like shaped like a heart. That would be really fun. And you can also do that with friends. So if you want to have a little Galentine's party, COVID safe and stuff, you could invite a few friends over and y'all could make a cake. Ooh, or you could make it a competition. Each of you could have your own cake that you make and whoever decorates the cake the cutest with a Valentine's Day theme when's the first slice of cake I don't know and you could also do that virtually if you wanted to like through zoom or something but obviously I understand that it's more fun in person whatever your comfort level is obviously with COVID and stuff um another idea is to take yourself on a date or take one of your friends you could take your friend but if you're trying to do more things by yourself if you're more introverted um you could take yourself on a date Get your favorite takeout food. Go sit in the park and read or something. Like, think of your perfect date and then just do it with yourself. For me, that'd personally be, hmm, getting food. Don't ask me what food because there's just too many options. I can't think of one right now. Go to Barnes & Noble and then go to the light section at Home Depot. Y'all, it's so pretty. And I just like to go in there. I know it might be kind of weird, but every time I'm in Home Depot, there are two things I love about it. Not Home Depot. Is it Home Depot or Lowe's? I think it's Lowe's, but when you walk in, you're greeted by the smell of wood. Y'all, I love the smell of wood. It smells so good. And then you look, and a few aisles down, you see this glowing light. 
and it's so beautiful. I turn into a fly and I just want to, I feel like I'm being drawn to it. And then I just go over to the lights. The light section is so beautiful. So go to the light section at Lowe's if you get bored. <laughs> um, got kind of off topic there, but anywho, take yourself on a date. It doesn't have to be in the light section at Lowe's, but that's an idea if you can't think of anything else. And finally, a classic, watch a rom-com. I'm going to give you some of my personal suggestions because I consider myself to be an expertise in this area of life. I would say, okay, so last year on Valentine's Day night, I remember I was in my room, I watched To All the Boys I Loved Before 2 and ate Ben and Jerry's. Not Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's, sorry. (laughs) And ate Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And it was great, except for the fact that the second movie was literal trash. Y'all, it was so bad. And I don't really know what I expected, because, I mean, I know it's a sequel, and sequels are almost always worse than the first one. Except for Shrek. The Shrek movies, they just kept getting better. The To All the Boys I Loved Before movies just keep getting worse. And the third one is coming out very soon. I think it will be out on Valentine's Day. So you could always watch that. But, I mean, I just don't suggest it. You can already tell, literally tell half of the movie in the plot, in the trailer. And the second one was already bad, so the third one's just going to be worse. And I was just very disappointed. The first one was great. But, yeah. I do kind of feel like at this point I have to watch the third one. Because I do want to finish the series. And I do want to see how it ends. But I might just skip through the ending, skip through to the ending instead of watching an entire hour and a half of a movie that's probably not going to be good. I'm sorry if I offended anyone, but that's where I stand with the To All the Boys I Love Before movies. The first one's the best, and the second one's trash. The third one is most likely also going to be trash. The trailer? Oh my gosh, it just made me cringe so bad, so I know I probably can't make it through that movie. Once they're together, that just ruins the whole point of watching the movie. Because you know it's all gonna always going to just be them having a fight and getting back together. That's my opinion. But if you want to, you could watch the To All the Boys I Love Before movies on Netflix. I just don't suggest it. Some rom-coms that I do suggest is 27 Dresses. So, so good. If you're into Grey's Anatomy, which I am not, I refuse to watch it. But if you are into Grey's Anatomy, I'm pretty sure... The lead actress was in it. It's Katherine Hegel. Hegel? Hegel? I don't know how to say it. But 27 Dresses is such a good little rom-com. Another really good one. These two are like my two top tier favorite rom-coms. The other one is um, The Proposal. It has Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds in it. Need I Say More? It's a power team right there. And it's just... It is so good. And I just realized that some people might not know what rom-com is. It's a romantic comedy. I know pretty much everyone knows that's what that means, but I've heard, sometimes I've said rom-com, and people look at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, oh, sorry. Um, Another rom-com that I suggest, hmm. Of course, any Hallmark movie. Trust me, you will have plenty of options, so 
go ahead over to Hallmark if you want to watch a Hallmark movie. That's a good option. Um, and I've heard a lot of things about 10 Things I Hate About You. I am yet to watch it. I have not watched it yet. And everyone says it's really good. My problem is, is that I get so attached to the movies that I do love and I know that I like them, so I just watch those over and over and over and over again until I can recite the whole thing to you. So I kind of have a, a hard time, um, I kind of have a hard time bringing myself to watch new movies, but yeah, I'm trying to think of any others that I can think of. Those are my 27 Dresses and The Proposal are my two favorites ever of all time. They're just perfect. They have the perfect amount of funny with romantic and cute, and it's not overly cheesy. So, yeah, those are some rom-com suggestions, and those were some ideas of what you can do on Valentine's Day if you're bored, or really any day if you're bored. These just have a bit more of a festive air to them, I guess. So, yeah. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. I hope you have had a great day so far and that you enjoyed this episode. Um, please remember that I love you so much and God loves you too. And I just hope you have the best day ever and continue to um, have a great Valentine's Day. So yeah. Oh, also, don't forget to rate the podcast. Leave a review if you want. No pressure or anything. But we will not be friends if you don't. Just kidding. Okay. Um, All joking aside, I love you. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. See you later. Bye.